All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Spoilers Nation After Dark begins now well the Edmonton Oilers fixed their penalty kill tonight they played great in the second period they even outshot the Minnesota Wild 43 to 19 so it may come as a surprise to you but they do lose to the Minnesota Wild by a score of 4 to 2 Hello and welcome to Oilers Nation After Dark. After a loss, after a frustrating one, because they were in that the entire game, Brett. The PK was improved. The second period wasn't total dog shit. I asked for a lot of things on pre-gaming, and I'll be honest, I got them. So it's a little surprising we're sitting here about to dissect the loss tonight. Yeah, you can ask for so many things, but you can only get so many things as well. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, I should have asked for the win. Yeah, yeah. What are you thinking, man? (laughs) It's kind of like having a genie. You can't wish for more wishes, but you can wish for more wins. So, yeah, no, it's it's a tough one because they played two, like, decent games back-to-back, but they've come out on the wrong end of it in both games. I like this one from Chemo Man, who just says straight up, I'm so pissed off. Yeah, I mean, I'm not pissed off at the team tonight. They played great. I said the shots are that one-sided. couple posts here and there, but we'll get into it. Where did I see it earlier? I hate to do this to you, buddy. Calvin Pickard is in the chat, and he says, I love you all, especially Boardsy. Please don't hate me. I do not hate you. But we're going to have to be real tonight. You were not good. You were not. You were not much. We'll get into that one in just a bit. But Brett, 
Friday night. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. Normally you're pulling producer duty. You're pulling co-host duty. Sometimes you're producing and kicking the co-hosts off the screen. Tonight, it's you and me. We do have Pat behind the scenes. Thanks for doing this. Friday night at home tonight. Just staying chill. Yeah, just staying and chilling. Uh, I was supposed to go to the in-laws parents place today, but uh, no, just uh, staying at home today. Had ball hockey today. That's why looks like I got a little trim. It's just my shower hair. My boy's an athlete. My boy is an absolute athlete. Ball hockey champion. I do nope. know that. But fuck it. Let's just get right into it with the Greta scoring summary. Greta Bar Yeg. It's the place to be tomorrow night, February 24th, Saturday night for the BOA. You see it here on your screen. Doors open at 7. You got to get your tickets at nationgear.ca. I believe they're $20.97. Look what up 97. You get a free shot when your favorite team in orange and blue scores their first goal of the game. Six dollar beers, six dollar pink Whitney. I've told you all week for the last two weeks, you do not want to miss this event. The ON crew, if there's one thing you can learn from the nation vacation, we know how to have a good time. I can personally guarantee that, and I guarantee this will be a good time. Brett, you'll be there. Oh, yeah, I cannot wait. I've been thinking about this all week, baby. I'm going to be sharing a couple of brewskis and cheering on. Oh, I genuinely can't wait. This is going to be fantastic tomorrow night. All right, so you just mentioned brewskis. You just kind of showed it right there. Can you show the audience what you're drinking right now? I don't know how I feel about this. I'm drinking the Barn Burner beer. My The liquor store right across the street from us has the new Barn Burner beer. So I'm drinking the blood of the enemies tonight. Even though we like FN, we like the FN crew. I'm drinking the blood of the enemies tonight. I was going to chirp you, and then you flipped it with blood of the enemies. And now I'm told, I'm like, you should shotgun that. Let's go. <laughs> you need some of that. I want some of that leading into tomorrow night. But we're focusing on tonight right now. So let's get into the scoring summary. The first goal of the game. From the Minnesota Wild, it's Matt Boldy, assisted by Joel Erickson-Eck and Middleton. You saw this one. It was just a three-on-two up the ice. Middleton just had a clear shot to go. I believe it was Eckholm who steps on it. You can kind of see it there for a little bit on your screen. He steps up, kind of gets a little out of position. Perfect pass over to Boldy, and we saw it tonight. That guy can shoot a puck. If you put him in dangerous areas, he's going to make you pay. Boldy's a young stud. He's one of many on this team. He's becoming another oiler killer, man. Like it's yeah. it's it kind of sucks because is I'm like ninety percent sure he's on a line with Erickson Eck too. So you just put two oiler killers on the same line and look what happens. Guess what? They score again. So yeah, uh, I I've always really liked Boldy. He's a big, strong, good two-way i'd say a two-way player too so yeah uh great i was gonna say great shot but you saw my text in the group chat today for well most of the goals if not all um i think picks needs that he needs to save that and if i'm was it deflected out front because it changed direction at some point there right i couldn't tell you i mean you can try and get a look at it right yeah. here this was the one if any for the pick goals tonight that I thought, okay, I can give you a pass on that one. Some of the other ones, not the case. A little couple people in here just looking in the chat. Leon was pissy tonight. Yeah, we'll get into that in just a second, which was a very funny moment. So, fuck it, let's do it right now. Second period, Leon Drysaddle. Dude, Connor and Leon on a power play. It's just, it's just 
it's uncanny. There's no, there's no words for it right here. Nuge kind of stretches out. Connor with a no look behind the back backhand pass right on to Leon's tape. Who, of course, makes no mistake. This is so nasty, sick, dirty, whatever term you want to use. This is disgusting to do. Of course, Leon's right there. He was right in his wheelhouse, too. Yeah. You couldn't have a more perfect pass. And then the thing that I thought was so funny is that right after this, you saw Leon Dreisaitl just freaking out on the bench after he scores a power play goal. My man's a competitor. My man cares. And my man can shoot the puck. Yeah, I wonder what that was about. Could, did we ever use any context clues to figure out what that was? But not at all. No, but it's an unbelievable find again. What? That's the second time in the last two weeks, three, I think two weeks that Connor McDavid has a 360 assist. Like finding somebody in uh, last time it was Evander Kane in the slot there and bounced off his stick and into the net. And now, uh, I mean, it's the Harlem Globetrotters that Oilers power play when they want to be like, sometimes you just sit out there and it's, Oh, it's some (laughs) of this. Like it it seems like almost TikTok type stuff that you just see like Pavel Barber do, but it's used in an actual hockey situation and would be used in a game. So no, it's, it's unbelievable stuff. Every time you watch it, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> unbelievable there's no words there's just yeah. i i don't have any more words in the english language those guys are just they're on a different level than everybody else they are so compatible on the ice you gotta love it people in here point out the body language from final buzzer i enjoy pissy body language leon it's his thing i don't enjoy pissy body language leon when it's like not scape. He's on the bench and he's being pissy. You can't affect your team, whatever. That's just being a competitor, doing your thing, letting your letting your emotions out. When you're doing it on the ice is when I've got a problem. But tonight, he did it off. He did it on the bench. So we'll allow that. Brett, where do you come out on it? I don't mind it. I know a lot of people uh, don't like it, but I really... When he doesn't skate hard to skate out an icing or follow you know on, or you is. see him turn off and make a little... Oh, when somebody you doesn't know, give him the pass. No, we hate that. You know who he is, though. Like, it's not like this has been going on for the last couple of yeah. games. It's been going on his whole career. Like, how long are we going to complain about it until we sit there and go, oh, no, nothing's going to happen, I guess. Like, it, it just, it, it's who he is. You always have that guy on a team, like if from the NHL to Edmonton ball hockey, you're always going to have that one guy who is, is just that type of guy, you know, just takes it not that seriously. I don't think that's the right way to put it, but just you just always have that guy that has something that they're not happy about. And that's fine. You're ready for it. You know what you're getting out of them. So just like, fuck, the guy scored, what, 60 goals one time? I don't care if he's bad. Just score. I like that. I can I can get down with that to an extent. Once again, I don't think I'll fully agree with that because if you want to be a leader of your hockey team, yeah. you shouldn't be doing shit like that. That's just but it proves but he gives a shit. I'm like, well, it proves he gives a shit though. Like that that's it that should trickle down and go, oh no, I missed, and then go out the next shift and prove that why you you give a shit. I think giving a shit should just come naturally when you're paid eight and a half million dollars a year and you shouldn't have to be pissy to get like that. But I agree to disagree. We'll never be fully in it, but it was a good point you make. If you are going to score me 60 goals, I know he's not on pace for it. If that's what I got to, what I got to take away and give up to get that many goals. 
I'll sign that every day. I'll take that every day. Let's move along, though, to the second goal for the Minnesota Wild. This one was kind of tough, too, because it was often icing. The Oilers finally lost a faceoff. They were red hot in the faceoff dot on this game tonight. And then you see this one here. Rodin is just able to. Well, this kind of got unstructured. They got a little spaced out all over the ice, able to just walk into this one in the faceoff dot. Pickard got a straight look at this picks. If you're in the chat, let me know what you saw. By that reaction right there, you could tell he wanted that one back. That's a very savable puck. It's tough right there. Yeah, you shouldn't allow your guy to walk in like that in the faceoff dot. I need picks to make that save. Well, look at the two guys at the top, the two forwards right at the top there. As soon as look at Brodeen, they're 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 on each other right now. Fogel and Perry are on each other right now. Ekholm is doing the right thing, boxing out that guy in front and giving a hundred percent. He did. He had no idea where where he was supposed to go. It was like Fogel needed to give Perry a little shove there, like they do on Nodman Rush to catch up to it. But that is exactly what Ekholm needs to do. He's right in the right spot, giving Pickard a chance to take a look at this shot coming in from Brodeen and he just gets beat. Like this is one of the weaker goals I've seen an Oilers goaltender give up in a little while here. Yeah, it's a little frustrating. I'm just looking at people in the chat right now. They're still all over the place. We're talking Kane. We're talking dry. We're talking McDavid. What I need from you all is to throw down a like, make sure you subscribe. We can vent away together, but only if you like the video. Connor Brown is in here as well. He says, what happened during the All-Star break? Everything was different after. Tonight, at least, as I mentioned, the PK was back. The second period didn't totally suck ass. So that is that is an improvement, but you want to get the dub. It was just, I blame some posts as well. Continuing, though, with the scoring summary, it was Matt Boldy yet again. And this one, difficult yet again. I had one of my buddies texting me. Now he's had a couple adult beverages this evening, but you saw Cody Cece like playing bobble with the puck or whatever in the air. And he's just losing it in our chat going, what is he doing? He's trying to make a play. The puck's in the air. Darnell nurse goes for the step up. I don't hate that move right there from Darnell. You got to try and make a play. And then Calvin Pickard is completely out of position where he is. Boldy just sneaks past Darnell wide open cage. This one was doomed from the beginning of that zone entry. Yeah, and honestly, Darnell Nurse, let me get this out of the way. Darnell Nurse did the right thing. Like 100% did yeah. the right thing. That is I agree. a bobbling puck, and he is trying to get his stick there. He's leaving his feet because he knows that a guy is coming in on the other side, could be over by that face-off dot and block the shot. That is exactly where he needs to be and 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 he does exactly what he needs to do. So before everybody goes, Oh, what is he doing? He's flopping around. He's playing like a soccer player. That is how that that's defense. I mean, you just, it's a mistake that had happened from CC. It was a bad giveaway, put Darnell in a bad spot. And then Calvin Pickard put himself in a bad spot there. Like, again, I think all three of these goals, and I think Pickard played well outside of those three goals. But those three goals were all savable and all shots that you need to save. And that's that's the tough thing about tonight is that their goals were savable shots. And and every goal that we've seen here, I think you've said, Pickard would like that one back. And you can't win that way. 
You can't win. Yeah, you definitely can't. And the Oilers played well. I mean, you outshoot a team like that. But the difference I do think tonight was on one end, you got saves. Shout out the post. And then the other end, you didn't. You didn't get him in those moments, but I like what you said because I did think Pickard was kind of until that third period. I don't think he was bad. He was good enough. I had written down he is good enough yet again, and then I quickly had to delete all that inside the third period, but I digress. We move along to the oil. Two minutes or so after the Wild got on the board there with their third goal, the Oilers needed an answer. They got an answer. They got a power play. You see it here on your screen. Zach Hyman leads the team in goals because he does stuff like this. Leon at the side of the net, just throws it on net. Zach Hyman, where is he? Of course, he's right next to the blue paint. Stick on the ice, banging away. He's able to tuck that one home. You felt good. You felt good. You felt confident. I thought about live betting the comeback yet again, but he didn't do it. Or these bankrolls taking a beating lately. Connor McDavid, would you please score a goal? Please, for the love of God. I need one. I got to make some money back right now. What would you see here? Oilers answered back. This was big. The building got back into it as well. Yeah, no, 100%. And you know what? This was a game of special teams for the Edmonton Oilers. So PK was great, and their power play was fantastic as well. They got two of their goals. or Both were perfect. Yeah, and both are on the power play. So, and again, that's that's a prototypical Oilers power play goal. You, you Connor to Leon, you find Hyman backdoor for the junk goal, and and uh, I mean that's and the other goal is exactly what you you expect from the Oilers power play too. Connor to Leon, and it's a goal. So, those are positive signs. Like those are good signs that those are 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 getting going for the Edmonton Oilers. It's just a matter of getting everything else going here in the, the next couple of games. I see. How would you say this name? Genius? Yeah. Genius? Genius. Genius McKay. Genius. Says the Oilers need to know how to shoot the puck in the net. I would go with on the net too, but on a night like tonight, they did fire pucks. They did what they needed to do. A lot of people in here talking about the goaltending, so we don't have the last highlight. It was a battle. The Oilers were trying hard. There was one moment Minnesota went for the empty net. I thought they were going to score it earlier. I got up out of my couch and started walking over to the studio. <laughs> and it missed. And I was like, holy shit, that's just a break we needed. I'm all the way back in, pulled out that way, and then quickly, immediately, I didn't bet it. But <laughs> they uh, get their final goal, Matt Zuccarello, empty net, unassisted. And the Edmonton Oilers lose by a score of 4-2. to two. On the first night of a back-to-back, so tomorrow you're going to need that dub even better. We talked about on pre-gaming with a win tonight, you would have leapfrogged the Las Vegas Golden Knights for second in the Pacific. You would have had the same amount of points. And we had games in hand. But as Tyler said today, games in hand are only useful if you actually win the games. Tough one tonight for the Oilers. Hope they bounce back tomorrow at Greta. And that does it for the Greta scoring summary right there. Just... Just working it in, baby. Just oh, working it in. Doing what we do. <laughs> that's, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move along here, though, to the good, the bad, the oily. Brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance protects your memories and more. Wherever travel takes you, visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Shout out to Blue Cross for the nation vacation and shout out to them because my mom told me to get travel insurance for my 48 hours. So I did shout out Blue Cross. I also didn't get injured though. So shout out me. 
Shout out to me. All right. We want to take a look here at the good tonight. This one, I think, is obvious. We could have pretty much, I guess, went with just special teams tonight. We can talk about both here because both were perfect. But more notably, we know the struggles of the Edmonton Oilers' penalty kill as of late. Chris Nabla today said we got to simplify things. We've been losing our structure. I thought tonight they were in that structure. They were aggressive, but they weren't too aggressive. And the thing Tyler and I said was, if you get the chance to get that puck out of your end, for the love of God, get that puck out of your end. I thought they did a good job. Connor Brown and Matthias Janmark, they are great penalty killers. I will not take any slander for Connor Brown on the PK. I think he's our best penalty killer that we have on this team. He gets it out at first glance, but when he has time, he can skate it down the ice. There was one or two. He pinned it on the boards behind their goalie, just ragging time, ragging the puck, killing time. They were perfect tonight, Brett. The penalty kill was perfect. And, and again, kind of going back to what I was saying, the power play too, this is something you want to see. This is something you need to see. Like, yes, the Oilers lost. The season's not over. Like, I'm, I, I'm sorry to break it to some of you in the chat. I know I'm, I'm seeing a lot of this right now. The season's not over. The Oilers lost 10 games in the first 12. That's I'm an asthmatic here, but even I can fucking breathe. Let's let's chill out a little bit. Um, but this is exactly what you need right now for uh, this team. It's that was a tough game against Boston defensively and especially on the score sheet. So being able to come back against uh, you guys were talking it on uh, O&E today. Uh, this was a good team down the or the last couple of games, not even the last couple of games. What'd you say boards? It was Jan 11th. That they, January 15th. January 15th. They've been one of the best offensive teams, if not the best offensive team in the NHL. The best. The best. And, and that's, yes, you allow four goals, two of them or three of them, I guess, were in the third period. But you had a good defensive game up until then. So, And you can also throw in the fact that you're not playing a full 60 minutes. But this penalty kill has been or was tonight exactly what you want to see. So, again, yes, you lose. But now you got to build off of it. This is where you need to start tomorrow. Same thing. You got to do a good job on the PK and let it ride the next couple of games. Tyler and I today were discussing like, what could it possibly be? Because it's the same structure. It's the same players, the same unit, everything. Is it just a mental block kind of thing? Is it confidence? Hopefully this can help with that said confidence. Get the ball rolling a little bit. I also said the good special teams in general. Oilers power play went two for two. Hyman and Dry doing what they do. Connor grabs two apples. You take it for granted all the time, but it was nice to see it deliver tonight. And all right, we're going to get into some goalie talk here because cover your ears, Calvin Pickard. The bad tonight was you. It's Calvin Pickard. You simply cannot make 16 saves on 19 shots and expect to win the game. Those were some weak ones out there. He wasn't terrible. Like, I don't want to, that doesn't say terrible. It just says yeah. bad, which I take as not good. Brodine beat him fair and square on that one. We discussed you want it back. The Boldy one, he's completely out of position. I don't want to harp on him too much right here because he's been good. He's won six straight games. He is a backup goaltender. He looked like a career backup goaltender tonight. Once again, Minnesota, best offense in the NHL since January 15th. 
I don't know. He was he was good enough against Dallas. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt here. There's a lot of people in this chat right now, Brett, oh. that are saying the unthinkable, and they're bringing up the can of soup. Jack Campbell. I saw someone earlier say they should call Jack Campbell up for tomorrow and start him. Are you nuts? Are you nuts? Stuart Skinner is, A, ready to go tomorrow, so that makes just no logical sense right there. I don't think we are at that point. Like you said, the season's not over. This is one bad game from picks. I could allow that in Dallas. He wasn't great. He had that one squeaker that went right through him. Matt Duchesne was able to tuck it home. This, to me, is a bad game. Alvin Pickard's going to play 20-plus games this season, hopefully. We don't overwork Stuart Skinner. This is going to happen in the Oilers bury a couple more goals. We don't hit a couple posts. This could be a completely different story. What did you think of picks tonight first? And then let's talk Jack Campbell. Yeah, I think if you're sitting here as a hockey fan and expecting a shutout every single game, I think you're going to be watching a lot of very disappointing hockey games. I'd, I'm sorry to break it to you, but it, it, you just you, you can't sit here and expect perfect games every single night. It's just uh, this isn't a video game, lads. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did he honestly up until the third period, Calvin Pickard was my good. He was going to be my hot performer when we get there later. Spoiler alert. He's no, longer, yeah, <laughs> he's no longer my, my hot performer, but every other save Calvin Pickard was played well. Like every part of that game, he played well. Those goals, however, as I mentioned before, each one of those goals, he can sit there and go, I want that one back. I want that one back. I want that one back. So, yes, you can sit here and go, oh, he had a bad game. La-dee-da. Whoop-dee-doo. It happens. Bounce back. Make sure it doesn't happen the next game. Make sure it doesn't become a run of bad games and move on. Who cares? Walk away. It, It is what it is. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Whoop-de-doo, Basil. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> That's immediately what I thought when you said that. I love the chat. A lot of people in here do have brains still functioning in their heads <laughs> because there's a lot of relax on the soup talk. No to cold soup. No soup for you. No soup. I like this one from Pat. It says can't win them all. Loyal to oil says preach. Yeah, I think we're I think we're accurate on this one. This one's here. Pickard battles hard is okay, but he's not fundamentally sound. Neither. I don't know enough about goaltending. I said this before on the show. Can we all just try to stop pretending like we know how to be NHL goaltenders? Yeah. <laughs> Never know how to do it properly. I'm not going to get on his technique because that but would be. These are these are the same people who who want Mark Andre Fleury, who's like the most '90s goaltender we've we have in hockey now. So I don't know what we're we're on about now. Don't get me wrong. The Oilers goaltending has been not good. Maybe I'll use the word bad. I'm going to stick with not good for the last little run here. But it was incredibly good for the win streak. Stuart Skinner had 13 games above a 900 save percentage. Give them the benefit of the doubt. It's a long season. We're in the dog days. We move along. Well, let's go to the Oily here now. And this is an interesting one. For this tonight, we went with the line blender. No, Jay Woodcroft is not still behind the Oilers bench, but our boy Nobby has been whipping it up and doing some things back there. What do you think of the line blenders? Because I got two different viewpoints. Mid-game, Nobby presses all the right buttons. The utilization of sitting Derek Ryan for a shift and he had Holloway, Corey Perry with Connor McDavid out there. You texted and you were like, what is this line? I was there in the offensive zone. Fuck him, Derek Ryan. Stay on the bench. <laughs> 97's going out there. I love you, DR. I love you, DR Was Don't come for me. But I like that utilization off of icings or off of killing a penalty when the big dogs are rested. Leon and Connor. Mm. They're, he's putting them out there together. He just seems to push all the right buttons. But the issue that I do have, we brought it up on pre-gaming, it is the consistency for one, specifically Dylan Hollywood Holloway. This is a young player. Former first-round draft pick. He's shown promises. He looks good. He plays with speed. He can be physical. He can do a lot of things. He needs a consistent role, whether that's 3C, top six winger, fourth-line winger, whatever it is, he needs to hang out in that role for a stretch of four to five games to get comfortable, find out what he's doing. Because the only way an NHL, a young player can become consistent is if he's given a consistent position to play in. Am I crazy for feeling this way? In Nobby, we trust. But this shit is starting to piss me off. <laughs> no, honestly, this has gone back to Todd McClellan, man. Like, uh, this has been an issue that I've, I've sit here or sat here for games and just gone. Uh, honestly, uh, it, I used to walk away uh, and just go, I can't watch this anymore because it's all different you don't know who's coming out with who anymore and that was with mcclellan of course and then yes we we know what happened with with woody as well and now i don't think that we're seeing it with nobby yet i don't think we're seeing it to the extent uh, to what it was with because every time like one bad shift would happen with McClelland or Woodcroft and boom, it's McDryan. You, you got to get it going again. It, it, it was insane. It was all, you can't just have them figure it out by themselves. And that was what I thought at the time was a, a kind of a de detriment to the Oilers. But now he does let them go and he can see the lines kind of work through it often. But once they start getting down, then we're like, oh, okay, time to get going here. 
But the biggest thing to me that really irks me is that every morning, nobody knows who they're playing with at practice or who they're lining up with at practice. And that that's what really upsets me. Every time we see a, a, a lineup list over the last X amount of weeks, it's just been something different. And like you mentioned, like that affects a young guy like Dylan Holloway, who has not found his footing in the NHL at all yet. But most of the time you watch him, and you're going, I mean, he's playing good hockey, man. Like, he, he goes out there, he does exactly what you need him to do, goes into those heavy areas, goes into the open areas, and does the right thing. So, it, it's it's frustrating to, to see that in the development sense, but it's also frustrating to see it in, in the chemistry sense as well. So, yeah, no, but at the same time, I messaged in our group chat uh, down the stretch. I was like, Corey Perry needs to play more by the end of this game here. So, there are times where you need to do it. I don't think right now Nobby's doing it in a detrimental way yet, but we've seen it in the past and we know how this goes. Yeah, I agree with that. A lot of people in here agree as well. Final buzzer line blender is overused right now. I like this from Mr. Burns says whatever he did, it did fix the second period, trying to keep it spicy. No chemistry eyes within said Matt Holloway is average. I saw uncle E town here as well said waiting for Holloway to make an impact still. That's a hard thing to do when you are playing all over the lineup, zigzagging all over. And to be fair, when we've seen him play with a dry saddle or Perry, sometimes in the top six, you've seen him do stuff, but I don't think he's been given a fair shake and a consistent shot in a consistent spot in the lineup. But Hey, what do you know? It's panic coaching. Some people in here are saying he hasn't had a, a good shot or fair shot since his first game in the NHL against the, the Colorado Avalanche in the last game of the season. Like he, he just, it, it's, it's just kind of, and that kind of scares me. We, we all know what happened with Pulley Harvey. We all know what happened with Yakupov. Like it, it's, it, it kind of concerns me. Obviously he's not at the pedigree of those two players when they were, when he was coming into the league, but I'm just, I, I'm looking for it right now. He played nine twenty five for the Oilers tonight. Nine twenty-five, which was the third lowest amongst all forwards, only above Corey Perry, which I think is an odd decision, and Derek Ryan. So, yeah, you, you're not going to be able to find your footing consistently. Look at Marco Rossi for for the uh, uh, Wild. Like that guy's in a top six role, and he's playing well. Like, and he he's been up and down this season, but he's been playing well. I brought up on pre-gaming a guy like Wyatt Johnson, I think of. He's a yeah. second-line centerman. He's the same age or roughly as Dylan Hallway, but he's been given that consistent shot, and he's took it and run with it. And now he's a staple on that team. And that'll do it for the good, bad, and only brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. And I hate to do this and single a guy out. This might take the cake for the dumbest comment of oh, the day. Wow. And I'm sorry, wow. Steve. I love you. We're just fair. We got to talk it out. What? I got to get that off the screen. What are you even talking about? What these, we lost a game, people. Let's just take a breather. We're going to be okay. Leon Dreisaitl did score tonight. He had a goal and assist. I don't think Leon was a problem, but let's move along because I got places to be later right now. And I see we're taking a fair amount of time. Let's get into our hot and cold performers. 
courtesy of DoorDash. Ding dong. Thank you very much, Brett. I appreciate that one. And where's my DoorDash free? DoorDash <laughs> has an amazing selection of local gems and the staples you need in a hurry too. You can try something new and get your favorite comfort dish delivered right to your door. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code above Brett's head, all capitals, Nation 25. So we look in here, <laughs> Connor Brown, that's why you're a team player. He says on the screen, I volunteer to leave long before 29, LOL. Yeah, I like this from Uncle E-Town. After a loss, I want what he's smoking. Yeah, I like that everybody else in the chat. We're not, we're, we're upset. We're not that upset to say that we want 29 off the team, but I digress. We're all venting. That's what we do in the chat. But Brett, I want to ask you who your hot performer of the night might be. I think it's obvious you could go with your your big dogs, the Oilers power play. They played great. Sure, the PK, but we already talked about them. So I'm going with Philip Gustafson's posts behind him because those were the difference makers. Had we got some of those, who knows? We might be saying Calvin Pickard had a great game tonight, and he was just good enough. Also, as a man who continues to bet Connor McDavid anytime goal, holy shit, I need one of those to take a bounce and just cross the goal line because I am hemorrhaging money on Betway. Responsibly, I'm only betting what I'm willing to lose. But I'm losing, man. I'm losing. <laughs> Can I can I pick a Minnesota Wild player for this? Because this feels like one of those games. I'm gonna say Matt Boldy. Like this is, uh, it seems quite often that this guy is able to pull off that. And he's again, he's a fantastic hockey player. He's one of my favorite players in the league right now. And I just, I really like the way he plays. And again, every time he plays the Oilers, he's just been an Oiler killer and he's alongside Eric Sinek. Like I, I have nightmares about that as an Oilers fan. Uh, every single time they say, Oh, the, the Oilers are playing the Minnesota wild. I go, ah, ah, oh. I just thought about Matt Boldy and an American. Like he, he just, once again, like, he, he's very strong in, in his own end. He, he's strong in the corners. He's a great skater. He can put the puck in the net. Uh, I think he was the one as well who uh, ended up uh, tripping uh, Connor McDavid on that before that second power play there. So uh, great move there, Matt, you idiot. Just kidding. Obviously, you're my hot performer. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Cooked no. Yeah. Oh, cooked his ass. <laughs> that even goes into it. Like he got his stick sent into oblivion by Evander Kane right before, which is why he had to shoelace tackle him like he's Eddie Jackson playing the 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 Green Bay Packers. Like it, it's he's a hardworking player. He has skill. He has talent. He he's tenacious on the puck, and so yeah, I'm unfortunately going to give it to Minnesota Wild player Matt Boldy. They between Faber, Rossi, Boldy, they got three young studs. And I said once they can finally get over underneath the dead cap money of Parisi and Ryan Suter, which is crazy that they're still paying those guys fourteen million dollars. Those guys are going to be studs, and they can finally get something else in the lineup. Can I want to talk. You got something? Yeah, sorry. I just want to say, what is with all these random defensemen that this team has, though? <laughs> like uh, Nick, uh, I, I don't, I don't know if his name's Nick Mermis. Mermis just seems like a name that should be preceded with Nick. Mermis. Yeah, I just I'm Mama. gonna call him 
Nick. <laughs> um, but uh, is it on there? Is his name on there? Oh, Dakota. What the hell? Dakota Mermis. Who the hell? And the one that got me tonight is Declan Chisholm. Brother, Jazz, aren't you supposed to be at spring training, dog? Where? Who are you? They, you don't even have your number on here. Jazz couldn't even program it so you could have your number on here, brother. Like, uh, who who are these guys? But hey, they they beat them. They're always they've always been a good defensive team, so they must be good. And they we saw it tonight. Like they were uh, good defensively and noticeable enough for me to go to go to Mermis. So uh, it was that I, I'm I'm. I just had to bring that up. <laughs> they are AI generated NPCs, but whoever cloned them did one hell of a job because they did a good job. I want to bring this one up because I like this for Matthew in the chat. I've been holding on to this one for a minute. I agree with this a thousand percent. This should be the line alignment. RNH, David Hyman, McLeod, Dry, Fogel, Kane, Holloway, Perry. We have seen the top six work for extended stretches of the season and be able to produce. I want Holloway to be utilized in the 3C role. And my dream has been that line ever since we'd signed Corey Perry. I think they can all be honey badgers, so physical. And those are two guys that you want Dylan Holloway to learn and model their game after. Maybe not Evander Kane for the bad things he does, but I guess Corey Perry too. No, if he wants to be a dick, he can be a dick as well. But Brett, we're moving along. To our cold performers of the evening. We've already ripped Calvin Pickard enough. Some people in the chats, they were calling Adam. I think I could say the pairing of Arnell Nurse and Cody Cece. Don't. I mean, I could. Who would you go for bad? I just don't think anyone was good. And I don't really want to single anyone out. They all tried hard, damn it. No, I'm going uh, the one half of that. And I'm just going Cody Cece. Um, I, I'm tired. All right, of I, I can get down with that. I can get down with that. We'll share that one. Yeah, I, I'm tired of everyone beating on him just because. Oh, we, we got to trade a man. There's got to be a better guy. Well, let's just beat on him. Like I, I just, I really don't like. You talking him. about nurse? I'm talking about uh, uh, CC, but we can, we can like that. That can also almost go for Darnell too. But I, I just really don't like that we like to pile on on a player as soon as we like get it in our minds that a guy is going to be traded. We just always look at him and we're like, Oh, that's a bad thing. Oh, that's a bad thing there too. So I hate to pile on, but I just don't think that he had a good night. And I'm always wanting to give CC his flowers when he does something well, but yeah, I, I do think Enzo is right here. I do think it's Cody. CC. There's just, there was just a couple too many opportunities and times and chances where I'm sitting there going, what are you doing dog? So yeah. And the reason why I'm not passionate, but I don't like roping in Darnell on that is because I I think Darnell played well. Like the reason why it looked like he played poorly in certain senses is because of CC's mistakes. So you're just going to be put in that type of situation. Just look at that third goal again, where it looks like Darnell's going swimming out of nowhere, but it's because he has to make the adjustment because of a bad play by CC. So no, I, I don't like roping in uh, Darnell there. So I'm just going to sit with CC. I can get down with that. And we all know this, this has been a, 
Sorry, excuse me. This has been a thing. Yeah, I know. I just had a little hairball right there. This has been a thing with Darnell Nurse for a while playing with Cody Cece where he has to cover up some of his mistakes. Darnell's not perfect. Don't get me wrong, but he's pretty damn good. And I think for the most part, he plays a good game. A lot of people in here bringing up Tanev. That's when yeah. you know Cody Cece didn't have a good game. When the Tanev talk starts heating up again, that's the dream pairing. Darnell with a guy who eats pots for a living. But that'll do it for a hot and cold performance. Yeah, I'm sure you're just a Chris Russell out there in ball hockey. I've, I've seen the bruises all over your body. You do eat. Yeah, you, you're, you're a team guy. Yeah, I had six tonight. So I, I would show you one of the bruises, but it's a little too close to uh, the manhood. So I, yeah, I, I like this company too much. Just wait till we get off live, buddy. Just wait till we get off live. Okay, that'll do it for that. So let's look ahead to tomorrow night. When we are in Greta, we will be pre-gaming, we will be post-gaming, and we'll be gaming. We'll just be having a good time. Everything is going to be a good time tomorrow. Come on down. You see it there on your screen. But we're taking on the Calgary Lames. Stuart Skinner is expected to get the start. I believe Jacob Markstrom is expected to get the start as well. So you know how we roll here? Give me a score prediction and an anytime goal scorer, Bert. Well, like I said a little earlier, I'm drinking the uh, the blood of the enemy here. And I think the Edmonton Oilers love to do the exact same thing. I am going – and again, like this is a team who, who had a tough loss against the, the Boston Bruins. A great game, but a tough loss. And another tough loss against the Minnesota Wild. This is a game that the Edmonton Oilers wake up to every single morning and go – Tonight is the night. So I think the exact same thing is going to happen once again. I'm going with a 7-1 victory for the Edmonton Oilers, a big one, a reversal of our, uh, well, it wasn't the last one, but of the season opening watch party at Greta, where Vancouver might have done a little similar thing, but we don't talk about, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Were we not supposed to talk about that? 7 one 2023, buddy. That was different us. That was 2023. Uh, you're right. You're right. But I'm going 7-1 Oilers. Vinny DeHarnay's second career goal in the NHL. Let's go. Ah, way to go, Brett. If that doesn't get you fired up and want to come down to Greta, I don't know what will. I'll also personally guarantee if they score, they win 7-1, we might literally blow the roof off of that plate. (laughs) So might be a hazard. Bring an umbrella. Who knows what the weather's going to look like, especially if there's no roof. I love your confidence. I love your energy. I think it's going to be a shit kicking. I think the boys, you need to bounce back. You've lost two games in a row. Sure, one was an overtime. We need two points bad. We need to keep climbing those Pacific standings. And it's the Calgary Flames. McDavid owns those boys. So do, should I just predict the Connor McDavid goal again? No, because I feel like an idiot lately. But he's still been so good, right? He has so many points in his last couple of games. He's just not scoring. But, hey, he'll take it. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with six to two. The Edmonton Oilers, Zachary Martin Hyman, the children's author, the one, the only, gets on the score sheet, continues to tear it up for the Oilers. You know what, Brett? That'll do it for us right now on Oilers Nation. After dark, I want to say thank you to you. Thank you to my pal, Patrick Puff. Thank you to all my pals in the chat, even the guy that said we should trade Leon Dreisaitl. We're just (laughs) venting. We just all need to talk it out. It's a family environment in here. We'll get it going. I hope you feel better. I hope you know that's never going to happen, but I hope you feel better. 
for the time being. Brett, you're an angel. Shout out to our sponsors, Greta Bar, Yeg, Alberta Blue Cross, DoorDash, Betway 19+, plus. even though Connor McDavid refuses to score. We still feel good about it. We'll catch you tomorrow, 7 p.m., live from Greta. Hey, you should just come down and watch it live. We're going to have seats right in front of us. I think I'm bringing the fan cam. We're going to do a nice bar tour. We're going to ask fans questions. We got Dukes from Australia. We got guys from England. We got guys from the U.S. of A coming in. I want everybody in this chat, come up, say hello. You can buy me a beer, too. I will not complain. I will not, whatever, especially if it's the blood of the enemy. And I can drink the Flames Nation beer. I am very down for that. But we'll catch you tomorrow. Me and your Emchuk live on pregaming. And then I think it's me and your Emchuk for postgame, but it's going to be a party. Everybody can be in. That's how we want to do it. I'll catch you then. Everybody have a good sleep tonight. Get your rest because tomorrow is going to be a big day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. Today we talk retrospectives with Agile Coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro Board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast. So you turn all those retro notes into JIRA tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.